0: Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show.
1: And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us.
0: Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to the wider audience. Really just capture more people that can help you with this show. Again, getting value. Check us out. Thank you again.
1: So grateful to you.
0: you. All right, we're here. I'm Jason. I'm Keely. This is second cup of coffee. We are probably gonna have one of our greatest shows since yesterday yes well that's gonna be (laughs) that's gonna go well good good so yeah we've had Mm -hmm. a a full morning lots of stuff going on lots of work happening um last night it uh thunderstormed here so we uh let the kids jump in puddles Mm -hmm. and eat outside in the rain to take them to the pool which was awesome um side note don't let weather ever dictate your day. Yeah. Never let weather say you get up in the morning, you see something and let it set your mood off the wrong way. I mean, that's sometimes where you just have to get out and do stuff in the rain because I mean, in some parts of the country, it rains like a third of the year, right? And so if, if, we, if you're going to let weather impact your your mind, um, you just don't need to do that.
1: I'm laughing because I'm, I'm actually from and was born in one of those places. Hilo has the most rainfall than anywhere, maybe Seattle or something, but so much rainfall per year. So when it started raining last night, the kids were like, let's go inside. I'm like, no, you guys are playing in the rain because when I get wet, here's some, here's some water balloons, yep. play in the rain, jumping puddles. We're going to eat in the rain. And it was a ton of fun.
0: Some of the best things you can do is just change up the narrative, right? And that's for your days, <laughs> for everything else. And uh, it's a lot of it, right? So I think the routine is a it's something we can we can rely on as long as it's given us the right direction, especially when a lot of people are stuck at home for so long. like Having something you can get back to to give yourself a, a momentum in the day, but you can't let it change constantly based on these things that are just outside your control. The weather's going to be the weather, right? So, And if you move to another climate, well, if it's too cold and too rainy here, it might be too hot, and too humid there, right? <laughs> so don't let something like that. Just change your mood because it's just it's a waste of time, right? You can get your best things done at any point. Um, but in that light,
1: how did we change our day up today? Because we didn't get to go to the pool yesterday. Yeah,
0: we took kids to the pool this morning. Just got back, got some stuff done. You know, we played a lot with the kids. I got a couple things done while I was there. Um, just made it happen, right? And that's what it is, is that okay, so we can't do that yesterday. Fine. Let's not cry about it. Let's not throw our toys. Let's just say, well, maybe someone's throwing their toys. Do we have anybody throwing their toys? Yes, all
1: of them. All of them are throwing, them
0: throwing them. their toys. And I can understand, right? If you're five and under, you're probably throwing your toys because, you know, especially if you can't communicate. But in that part, when they got outside and they, then they were jumping around in the rain, it's like nothing ever happened, right? So it's just giving them something else instead of saying no, right? Okay, no can become a yes. And that's a lot with life, right? So how do we turn a no into yes? And with a lot of things I do... The, the the way that allows me to continue moving is that if I believe there's a yes, and I mean, I'm sure Peeley can, can, for can vouch for this, is that if I believe there's a yes, I'm not going to take no. I'm going to keep asking a question, even if I ask you the question 70 ways or, or 17 different ways, because I believe there's a yes. And the easy thing is just to say no, right? That's usually the easy pattern in life. Mm-hmm. No. Well, why not? And you can see this when you're working with a lot of people. You're working in all different kinds of aspects. If someone doesn't know, well, then it might be a no. But have you done the right steps up front to ask the right questions to, to identify what is the question that needs to be done or needs to be asked to, to get yourself further, right? So for me, I, I, I won't accept a no if I think there's a yes.
1: It's true. He won't. Neither will our children. Yeah. Can we have TV? Uh, no. Can we have screen time? No. <laughs> so every which way, comment something. If you believe there's a yes mm-hmm. in anything that you're doing, come at it from different angles. Sometimes you have to see it from a different angle and ask the question differently. So I don't uh, want to give
0: our kids this trick, but one of the best ways to get to the answer is that ask why. But then ask why five different times. They because already
1: know that trick. Well, they do. But they, and I think
0: I've laid it into them too much. But you ask the question, why? But the first why is superficial. The second why is almost a, a afterthought. The third why may make them think. Because if you're sitting there right now, and we're going to talk about finances today, but if your goal is, I want a million dollars, well, is that really the goal? Why? What is it that that is that? Why? Because you may find the first part it sounds good. The second part, you know, I, I've never had that much money. The third part is, you know, I, I think that's what success means. The fourth part is that, I if I was able to do this, I'd be able to provide a better um, source, you know, for my family to have a better chance to get out for the future. And if the fifth step was that. That would allow me to give my kids the education I think they need to push forward. Well, okay, so we've gotten to a, a real thing that you think a million dollars will tackle. Would? I don't know. But on that part, you've gotten to something that just says, I want a million dollars down to if I was able to have a, a good amount of income coming in, then I'd be able to give my my children and everyone after me resources to, to possibly have potential to succeed.
1: Well, it's not only the why we can, let's transition to the how, how is that going to happen? How are you going to be financially stable, financially free? What does that actually look like for you? Because it might look like, look different. It not even might. It looks different for you than it does for me, than it does for Jason, than it's going to for our children. How, how does that look for you? And how are you going to achieve that? How are we going to achieve that?
0: Yeah. And, and unfortunately, financial education is just it's not something that really happens a lot no. right and, and people don't want to talk about it um there's a funny thing where a lot of people don't like talk to talk about money talk about what they're doing talk about it because most people feel inadequate to the point mm-hmm. to to having a conversation but if you think about it and you say okay what's the first step here because if most people had a million dollars today they wouldn't know what to do with it right they'd be reckless and and because they they didn't have the Education or the training, right? And, and same thing here. We didn't grow up in in school system that said, okay, let's talk about, you know, uh, you know,
1: about checking uh, your checking, checking account, you know, like out.
0: balancing your checkbook. Like yeah. none of that was put forward, right? And so when you get out, you're given a point here where you're, you're set in line, you know, go get a job. And then even at that point, now you have all these loans. How do I position myself to succeed? And it's the people who say, ah, enough, like, I, enough, there's got to be a different way or have other people teaching them that are able to break the narrative, right? But it's now, what can we do on our side to say, okay, what is the new narrative? What are, what are the things? Because just having a lot of money does not mean success if you can't use that money correctly or, or potentially have the right way to benefit with using that money the right way.
1: No, that's true. I mean, for the longest time, I didn't want to have any discussions about money. Whenever we, whenever we discuss money in the past, I would be like, okay, uh, what's in the bank account? Great. I, you know, whatever. La, 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 la. Or if we would discuss finances, I would take it personally because I just I didn't understand that it's not personal. It's just this is what we have to do. This is how we're going to take it to the next level. This is how we're gonna adjust and keep our finances healthy and growing.
0: Because if we can't help ourselves, we can't help others. Exactly. And that's the simple thing. And there are things right now where where people are put in positions, and I'm um, I, I have some friends that you know own a bar in a, in a town over. Um, they're doing everything right, doing everything right, and just shut off. Nothing yeah. they've done wrong. But now and they're having they're they're being creative. They're thinking outside the box. They have the town worker. They're able to open up and got additional outside seating. So hopefully that would get that point. But having that backdrop to think about, okay, how can I prepare in a way that when the water the faucet shuts off or something is it happens that that say it, it out of my control event, or even an in, in, even an a, a event that happens that just you, you took a calculated risk and it just didn't work. Well, what do you have prepared so you have something of a foundation to go back to?
1: Yeah, a plan. You need a plan. If you just jump into it and like just gamble everything away, and you don't have a plan, and gambling is your mm-hmm. plan. Then that 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 is not financial stability. That is not a job. That is. That is reckless so what is your plan
0: yeah and jacob says so it shouldn't be any different from any other school subject i yes. had to learn how to do my tax myself at 19 because i didn't learn it in school yeah absolutely right
1: exactly i actually remember going to a finance class in school but it was like i remember it being in like this deep dark dungeon and it was taught by somebody that i just did not want to listen to the mm. thing is to make finances and to make our children financially savvy we have to make it like it's exciting because it is exciting yeah we have to make it like it's like art or it's like the best subject it's like watching football i know this sounds really strange to a lot of people but you have to make finances and being financially stable and healthy exciting for your children because if you if they if you don't they're going to end up in a position like if if you old listener are in a place of financial stability, if you don't teach your children how to be financially stable, however, whatever legacy you put up for them, whatever, whatever padding you give them, it's not going to stay right. Lily, right. She's coming to make, she's, she's the exclamation point. So
0: she is. Yep. So we're actually working with the kids and, and just to, to teach them about barter, teach them about trade, teaching them about resources. And and there's, not something where we're beating us down their little minds you know, hours a day, but we're just doing something but then explaining what we're doing and why, right, what we're doing. Can you switch screens? Can you switch screens? I'm sure you can. And so I don't know if she wants to come talk and send us in the other room. She's got an awesome podcast coming out called mm-hmm. Ukuleles and Unicorns. Is ukuleles that true? Ukuleles and Unicorns. I don't know if that's true, but that's, that, that's true. a super name right there. But in that said, the, the first thing you just really need to do is you just have to be – be open with, with where you're at. And, um, that can be tough, right? It can be really tough just to look at where you're at and just take the moment to just stop and say, okay, here's the position I'm in. Because you can't, you can't move forward without knowing where you're starting, right? You, You just can't move forward. It's, um, I I guess, like, and and really putting feelers out there about uh, what are some of the options I can do. Um, for whatever reason, I had a conversation about the deadliest catch. Right, they don't just go out there and just start, you know, fishing. They don't just go, okay, let's just go fishing out there. We hope, we hope, we hope, right? They plan ahead. They go out there and and they drop bait. They drop uh, crates in a bunch of different areas, right? And then I'll go back and pick up those crates and look at what they have right there and then say, okay, this this is the best area for us to go out there and and just find the most resources, right? But it's now going out there and learning and testing and then using that and building upon it next time and building and building and building. It's the same thing with finances. So we did want to talk about three ways today, Mm -hmm. right? So we'll talk about three ways that you can begin to get control of your finances. Number one, I'll go. go. number one is to know what you're actually spending and know what your actual expenses are. So many times that we just see our bank account every month, oh, it's, just, it's just low, it's just at zero and what do we do, right? Because I don't know how I got there and I assume the only option there is to make more money to, to fit that, but that might just create more problems because the more you make, the more you spend, right? And you want to look at, okay, what am I spending and what is necessary in my day?
1: Um, I'm just going to I'm gonna let you list the things I'm gonna to add to it just in case I have to uh, go uh, to the other room with this little girl. Um so the thing is, and with this in the step number one, you have to make sure that you have a communication between mm. you and your significant other, your partner, and your children as well, and make sure you're all on the same team. you're you're following the same budget especially right now when we jumped into covid we didn't know where what was going to happen how much how much we needed to have saved so mm. we made sure that we had a budget that we weren't overspending and that a ton of amazon boxes weren't showing up in the front door
0: yeah uh, is that happening? No. So step two right here. What was our step two? Do you remember? <laughs> there you don't remember. Okay, fine. I have, I so have my mommy she has number brain three. On. She has mommy brain on. So step number two is that start to create a reserve plan. And people talk about this a lot, right? But but you don't want to be in a position here where once you know your expenses and the expenses you need to have each month that you have to start making decisions that are reckless because each month or something happens that you don't have the reserves in place. And it's, you know, the profit first analogy pay yourself first. You have to make sure you're putting something away and putting something away for you and your future right there, even if it's just an initial reserve account. So when something comes up unexpected, is that you can access what's happening without being forced to do something that's outside of, of everything that you you believe you should do because you don't have a choice. So, of course, step one, know what you're spending. Step two, create a reserve plan. Start having something in reserve. And then number three is as simple as this. Create your future plan, right? And that's, that's the roadmap for where you're going. And if you don't know, uh, there, there's a bunch of people you can speak to. Just understand what kind of fees they charge on other points, but just get – an idea of of what does my future look like? If I was to look forward at 10 years, 20 years and 30 years from now, what does my future look like? Because you don't want to be 65 and go on, um, and to retire. And all of a sudden you have enough money only lasts at 71 and you have to go back into workforce. You don't, um, want to be the person who now, um, becomes dependent on others because we haven't prepared correctly. So you you can start today. and A lot can change, right? We have so many stories of people starting at any age where they're able to turn things around very quickly because they got very honest with themselves where they are, looked at what they need to do, they came up with a plan, and then stuck to the plan. So, of course, number one was know what you're spending. Mm -hmm. Number two here was uh, have a reserve plan in place so you can make necessary decisions instead of being forced into decisions when something calls for you to dip into that reserve plan. And number three would be have a future plan. Lay down how much money you potentially are looking for for retirement. Can I make that with my job? Is that going to give me the stability here? Do I need to look at different side hustles, different things that I can bring anything in um, to give me that point right here? And going back to number two, and this would be a little bonus track right here. If you don't have a reserve plan, I guarantee you can find 10 to 15 things in your house right now that you can sell right now uh and basically get some cash to put some cash away
1: i mean that's exactly what we did as soon as this whole situation hit we scrounged through our house got a bunch of stuff that we could sell and just put it out there
0: i think gary V was doing it i want to test yeah. the model that was one minute. and two i was like we do have a lot of stuff that, yes. like, that I just trip over daily. Yes. <laughs> so you're like, you go, and yeah. And then future speaking,
1: if you have children, you want to set them up as well. Mm-hmm. Again, teach them financial stability and health and what it takes to become financially free. But then from that point on, make sure that you plan for their futures.
0: So do we have a bonus?
1: Do we have a bonus?
0: I'm asking. You Would you like anything uh, to, to, to top it off with?
1: You're my bonus.
0: Thank you. Yeah, you're my bonus. Beautiful. Well, I, nobody else needs to hear this, but I guess the bonus would be start now. Start now.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: So, yes, the bonus is now start now. You don't have to have – I I think some people think that you have to have money aside or money coming in or more money or anything to start now, but no, you you get to that point by starting now. By, by doing the steps in place and just get, having the hard truth for yourself. Look at what you're doing. And I guarantee if you look for what you're doing right now, there's probably three to 10 subscriptions that you that you have that are monthly charges, even if it's like $2, I mean, just things, but, but things you do not use and they're just there. And, and you said, you know what? Um, oh, maybe I'll use it later, and you just don't use them with all these apps and everything else that have the free trials and all you know, the, the, the opt in, right? So, so I oh, will give you 15 days for free, and then you forget about it. and All of a sudden, now you're paying 20 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. But if you look that up, and you say, okay, well, there's 240 dollars, and how many other 240 dollars a year could I be putting into that reserve area right now and setting up? And the reserve area is for that reserve, you have to treat that money like it's not there. You have to treat that money like it does not exist. And you can't just say, oh, you know what? I want to get a pair of shoes, so I'll go buy a pair of shoes out of the reserve money, and I'll I'll, I'll put that money back. That's not how it works. That money is there for emergency and should only be touched with that term, emergency. And TV is not an emergency. Uh, vacation is not an emergency. An emergency is an emergency.
1: Medical emergency the list is goes further and further, but that money you keep it there, you don't touch it. One bonus from me is something that you can teach your kids about finances. Get three empty bottles. I would make it not glass, mm-hmm. <laughs> so get like like old peanut butter jugs or just save up three bottles. Make one for savings, one for spending, and one for giving. So, and each of those ones, you label them. And anytime I don't, if you give your children money for chores, if you give your children uh, like a monthly spending, have them put that money into these jars. And so they they can look and see what money looks like as it accumulates and see when they use the spending jar, how the money goes down in comparison to the savings jar and give that savings jar, like a name, like where it's going to go. Like, even if you give it, like I'm going to buy a, a unicorn one day or this is my money for a house or this is my money for a ball, something that they're saving big for. And then the spending, they can spend it on whatever they want at the time that they want it. Like teach them that if they use their money, that's going to go down. And then the and then the um, the saving for to give find something that you can connect with your child about something that you think mm-hmm. would be would touch their hearts like giving to i don't know like a children's shelter or giving to we give to imagine, america imagine, or give to one. imagine one we give
0: to uh a great cause for for parents and children who have lost um their their children or parents and and have to uh learn to adapt to a, to a time that they shouldn't have had that happen and just have people around them that can connect and can speak to and help them build um, their next steps in their life when they're having a, a key significant person in their in their life um, lost at, at, at either um, such a young age. Uh, so going forward, we will see you tomorrow. We got a week, what we learned this week coming up. Uh, got anything else for us?
1: Uh, the kids really want to play today they really really want to say hi to you guys
0: (laughs) we will see you tomorrow this is second cup of coffee I'm Jason
1: I'm -hmm. Keely join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon
0: live every day bringing us our best content we've done so far super excited super engaging bunch of great guests we're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening make sure to check this out
1: can't wait to see you